Welcome to Blaze On Books, where we talk about everything erotic. I'm your host, Bernetta, and today's author interview is with Liv Arnold. She's from Australia, so let's show her some love, y'all. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, it just turned off, so I thought like I'll just sign back in. <laughs> oh, that's no problem. Yes, it sounds better now, much, much better. Yeah. Oh, cool. How, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. Welcome to Blaze On Books Podcast. Thank My you. My name is Pernetta, so and it's a pleasure to have you. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. So you can go ahead and introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about Olivia. Uh, well, I, so I write as Liv Arnold, but um, yeah, my, my real name's Olivia, but Liv is just short for um, Olivia. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, so I started off just writing short stories and entering in competitions. Um, I wrote quite a lot of different genres while doing that to just sort of experiment with my writing style. And and then I wrote my first novella, Law and Disorder, which got picked up by the Wild Ropes Press, um, an American publisher that specialises in romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I signed a three-book um, publishing deal for my Invested in You series. Um, so they're all steamy rom-com. The first book, Etched in Stone, has got already gone out um, March this year. I'm currently finalising writing the sequel, Stepping Stone, um, for the series. It's all based in an investment company called Stone Corp. So each book is about a different um, female colleague. Okay. Now, I can tell you that just by reading the synopsis alone of Law and Disorder, you made yeah. me purchase it, girl. You knew what you was doing with that. You made me purchase it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. I purchased it. So um, I actually wanted to know, you know, like, oh, okay, let me get there and read a little bit more about um, Juliet and Sergeant Burns. You know, it's like yeah. that little write-up just grabbed my attention, like, really quickly. Yeah. So that that's um, a shorter novella. So it's designed to be able to be finished so on your way to work or mm-hmm. um or at lunchtime but I heard some feedback that it's gotten people a bit hot and bothered while on their lunch breaks so maybe it's not <laughs> a good idea to be doing that yeah short and sweet though I love that yeah <laughs> so how many books do you have all together I know you have that one and I think I saw that you had um etched in stone so tell us yeah. a little bit about etched in stone so Etched in Stone, um, it's about a, um, a woman, Vanessa Lang. She's the main character. She is a smart girl. Um, she graduated um, in her master's in business analytics. And um, so she joins um, the company Stone Corp, which is an investment company. Um, and she's being blackmailed by um, a detective um, because her mum has had troubles with the law um, with which sort of stems from her mental health issues and she's been caught shoplifting and stealing quite a few times. So the detective blackmails her into going into Stone Corp and sort of um, getting information about insider trading, but then she starts to fall in love with the handsome CEO, which is pretty much my ideal man. I created, (laughs) I, I, when I was 
I pretty much just threw everything that would be my ideal man into the one character and I'm devastated that he's not real. <laughs> Including the name Sebastian. I'm like, oh, that name is hot alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. I know even the name, like, yeah. And my um, looks wise, when I was thinking about writing him, I was thinking of um, Matt Bomer, mm-hmm. um, which looks wise, he is my ideal man as well. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Sebastian, I think, was her neighbor or something. Is that right? Um, like, no, that was in Law and Disorder. So okay. Jesse Burns and um, Juliet Jackson, they were neighbours. Um, okay. But with, um, yeah, with Sebastian and um, Vanessa, they're um, more strictly CEO, employee type relationship. Okay, so it's, okay. It's like the billionaire type trope as well. Okay. Now, Law and Disorder, I just purchased it today, so I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but I am. Yeah. I, like I said, I just did. But, um, but yeah, so when I realized that it was her neighbor, I was like, wait, so he's a lawyer as well? No, he's a police officer. A police so officer. He's, um, she's a lawyer, and they've come head-to-head um, quite a few times in the courtroom, and okay. that sort of stems the whole enemies to lovers type um, trope so why they don't get along and um, he's also had um, a neighborhood um, house party which um, she, which infuriated her so she, when she called the police on him she realized that he was the cop so it, <gasps> that's what it started their whole enemies to lovers type wow. um, relationship <laughs> okay which one of your books were most enjoyable to write etched in stone or law and disorder um, I, well, they're both different in different ways because mm-hmm. Lauren Disorder was a shorter type read and pretty much it was just a fun romp while writing it. Um, so it, it's quite naughty. Um, there's like puns and stuff like that involved. Um, it's a big roller coaster ride from when they were enemies to, start pretty much have all that passion within them so it was quite a fun right while it with etched in stone um it wasn't it's it is more of a novel length um so there was a bit more time to develop that relationship and from start to finish with how they first met so they first met um when she accidentally walks in on sebastian in the change room um but she accidentally goes into the wrong um change room so she goes into the men so they first meet having nothing to do with work and then she only realizes that she, she, um he's the ceo on her first day at work <gasps> wow yeah. <laughs> okay wow that's awesome so yeah that'll be kind of weird like hey i'm here now for my first day on the job and i already saw you have naked <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, it's it's a lot of awkward encounters and also with that i i tend to embrace romance books like I know people think that romance books can be a bit cheesy and they might look down on the genre, but I, I fully embrace the romance genre. I, I love putting in like innuendos and different puns and um, wordplay and, and there's a lot of that in this book as well. Okay. Okay. Now, um, I know you said you have another book coming out, Stepping Stone, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that is going to be, I guess, a little bit along the same lines. Like, I kind of like the way you had, you know, the police officer and, I mean, the detective and the lawyer and then the worker and, you know, the boss. Like, so is it something like that, again, where we can see someone like that's kind of like the boss or in a superior way? 
not as much, no. So, um, so it's based on her um, female colleague, Jenna. Um, so she's been separated from her um, husband for about a year. So it's about that second chance romance, but it also has that financial crime elements for the main story. So while she's single, she sort of realises that she might be bisexual because she starts getting a bit attracted to this um, new woman at work. But at the same time, there's... Um, a whole different um, subplot where there was this software that she's primarily responsible to work on. Um, so it's a software that predicts trends in the stock markets. And she realizes someone's tampering in with the system that's um, recommending the wrong solutions for the stock market, if that makes any sense. So it's okay. a bit nerdy in that way. Um, and so she has to figure out who's tampering with the system. And she sort of tries to look into different colleagues for who it could possibly be. But at the same time, there's that dual point of view between her and her ex-husband um, who suffers from PTSD and for them to sort of make their way back to each other. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's quite a bit going on in that story. Yes. Okay. So we have the PTSD and, you know, she's just trying to get a second chance at romance. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. and I did have my... I think every time I do write, I do have my character inspirations. Like I have those celebrities that I think of in my head and um, with Stepping Stone, I was picturing Alicia Keys as um, Jenna and um, Vin Diesel as her ex-husband. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And with my first book, um, with Etched in Stone, I was picturing, um, as I said before, Matt Bomer, Sebastian Stone, and I was picturing... Um, that girl from Smallville, um, Kristen um, Kirk, I'm probably pronouncing her surname wrong, but um, that's who I was picturing as Vanessa. Okay, I can see that set up as well. Yeah. Okay. So now when you do your, I guess, your writing, where do you usually do it at? Like, is it a certain spot that you just get all of your thoughts or like where? Yeah, like, I, what's your company? I yeah, I, I live in an apartment with my husband and um, our little dog, our Maltese Shih Tzu. So I always do it um, in, on my dining table. Um, that, that's my own little spot. It's got my Harry Potter poster behind me. So that's <laughs> I love Harry Potter. Inspiration. <laughs> um, um, we've got a study room at home, but my husband, he plays so much computer games that he hogs the... Um, study room all the time so pretty much all night so i have to do it on the dining table oh hubby now with all of your characters do you have like one sex position in particular that you always make sure everyone you know kind of uses or do you kind of just play around with it and let them just do whatever they feel the need to um, i play around with it um because sometimes i think with writing sex scenes so um i like having it to do with the character's development. So mm -hmm. it's all about them falling in love as well. And sex just happens to be part of it. Um, but I do like having something interesting in my books. Um, like it was etched in stone. So there was a theme where they sort of like getting it on in public places where um, in stepping stone, there's that, um, dive into that light experimentation with BDSM and it is very light like experimentation so I'll, I like to change things up a little bit so that readers can read different sex scenes per book. 
That's awesome. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think I spoke to anyone yet that actually did the whole public places thing yet. I get a lot of <laughs> oral and, you know, like a lot of just, um, I had one guy actually was on a couple of weeks ago and he actually yeah. did things around the house, you know, so that's why I always be kind of curious to be like, okay, so what, what kind of toys are, what kind of things you do for your sex scenes and different things when you're writing, like your creative thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, I do like using, um, props like something around the house to sort of heighten the scene um like in stepping stone um so i first made it that they first got it on um in their kitchen and um and this was when she was making them tea so she turns on the kettle and then so it's like sort of metaphoric as well so um it's like a very old-fashioned kettle and when it starts to steam up they start to steam up too um with their sex scene and then when the kettle like whistles to signify the finish that's when they reach the climax so i use like props as well (laughs) okay um okay and what do you think make a great romance book like a great romance story um definitely I, I like having smart female characters, mm-hmm. even if they're naive in their own way, there has to be something smart about them. Um, and I like guys that genuinely deep down is a nice guy. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the whole bully romance thing. I think um, female readers um, deserve someone nice, but of course everyone has their own fantasy. So I can see why maybe the bullying romance might appeal to some people. Okay. Um, I think that it shouldn't only be about the romance as well. There should be a storyline going on behind it. Um, so I do like having that whole um, financial crime aspects to my trilogy so that they're sort of investigating something throughout the whole book. So it's not only focusing on the romance, even though that's the main draw card. And, um, yeah, just really good chemistry as well for um, a good romance book. Okay. Now, when you had your first book sale, what was yeah. your, you know, I guess, how did you celebrate your accomplishment? Well, I, I was quite surprised because um, that was with Lauren Disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just saw a call out on the publisher's website saying they're looking for short, steamy, wet reads. That's pretty much wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, and I thought, oh, I could give that a go. And they um and they wanted it to be predominantly like very heated, um, and to be able to pull this off um, for like a shorter length book with a romance, usually the two characters would have to maybe know each other a bit first. Otherwise, it takes too long to write the whole journey. Okay. And I was quite excited. So I got um an email back about two weeks ago saying they really enjoyed the book and um. And they wanted to offer me a contract. And I remember I kept staring at the email in disbelief because <laughs> I, I just didn't think it was real. And then even then I didn't think it was real until I saw the contract. Um, and then when I signed it and they signed it back, I was asking um, other published authors, um, can they take back the contract at any moment? <laughs> because I just wasn't sure. So, um, yeah, so I was just in doubt about it for ages. <laughs> Wow, that is so awesome. Well, congratulations on signing the contract. Thank you. I'm sure you have a lot more, you know, books out there that we're all going to be looking out for, you know, in the near future. Yeah, thank you. Now, are you thinking about turning any of your books into movies? 
Um, that's the dream, I think. I, I would actually really love that. Um, I'm currently drafting a young adult fantasy romance. And the way I'm writing it is very quite visual. Um, it's called Beyond the Mirror, um, where a, um, a demon prince from the netherworld, um, he pulls um, this 16-year-old girl through a mirror into the netherworld and they go on adventures together. Yes. So it's very visual of how I'm doing, um, I'm writing it. So, yeah, that's the dream to eventually become a movie or a TV show. I think that's a lot of writers' dreams. Yes, I think so too. Like yeah. I actually can kind of see that a little bit with the whole law and disorder, you know, um, that, that seemed like that would be some type of movie, some type of sitcom or something. Yeah, yeah especially since she originally gets locked out of the house. and With the, with the towel on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that would be a, a nice um, TV show. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe it could be a good basis for it to start off in the pilot. Yeah. And then it goes. <laughs> That'll be a great, yeah, that will be a great pilot. Yes. Yeah. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... I realized that um, my ro these romance books that's gone out, they're a bit on the steamier side and not all the times that um, books more on the steamier side does make it to TV or, um, or movies with the exception of Fifty Shades. Um, mm -hmm. Don't really see as many of that compared to rom-coms. Hey, I mean, we had Corona this year. I'm sure anything's possible. I think yeah. you should do it. <laughs> Well, no one was expecting Corona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's try to switch up 2021 and turn it into a positive. So we're going to say, hey, we can aim for that one. Yeah. And it is getting more popular. Like um, I saw that um, Gabrielle's Inferno, um, that's, um, that's a show on um, Passion Flicks, I believe. And mm -hmm. um, that movie, that Netflix movie, um, 364. Five, um, which I still haven't seen yet, which is on my to be watched list. And I saw mine too. Oh my goodness, that looks yeah. like it's going to be a great movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like yeah, and it's um in um subtitles um mm -hmm. and yeah, so it is something different. So maybe it is becoming more popular because people want that escapism, right? You know, get away from our everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like in these romance books and um, movies, um, yeah, there's always like such hot heroes, and you never meet guys like that in real life. It's all just a fantasy, and um, it's good to have that escape and and like just look at this hot guy or read about this hot considerate guy for like a little while, right? And then get yourself all worked up, and then release that energy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no one's reality is quite like that. Like my husband, he's amazing. Um, but I actually first started um, reading romance books in general because he spent so much time playing computer games. Mm -hmm. And I used to be reading these romance books and I'll read out passages to him that's like romantic passages so that he'll get the hint while he's playing <laughs> games because he was paying no attention to me. And there's like these guys that's doing these grand gestures and paying so much attention to their love interests. But yeah, he never got the hint anyway. Wow, that is so awesome. You're going to have to start doing like little role plays and different things like that and be like, hey, I'm that character in that video game now. Come on. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, that, that is probably like an interesting um, book idea as well. Yeah. <laughs> so people to meet through love of um, computer games. <laughs> 
Yes, it is. Well, that's awesome. Well, you want to talk about anything else, Liv? Like um, anything new coming up, you know, besides, I know you said Beyond the Mirror. Yeah. And I know you said Stepping Stone. So anything else in any other genre? Um, that's about it for now. I would love to write a thriller down the track. I, I do tend to genre hop quite a lot, which I know is not standard for writers, but I have a lot of ideas in my head. Um, there's another book that I'm drafting. Um, I haven't thought of a title yet, but um, it's a young adult's contemporary about um, a guy in high school. He, um, his um, vision he's blind um, through an accident and he falls in love with a girl um, based on her scent and her voice initially um, just from when they get the same train together and then they and then she's the new girl at school and they form a relationship from there so um, that's something that I'm excited to get back into once I finish these projects I tend to um, work on multiple things at once um, <laughs> And I get distracted easily. Um, but once I finish um, finalising Stepping Stone um, and that gets sent off to my publisher, I'm looking forward to write, getting back into this story. I've written about 30,000 words already for this young adult book. So I'm excited to be finishing that again. Okay. Well, you're going to have to let me know when all of those are coming out. So when I put your write-up out there, that I can actually start advertising that for you as well. Oh, thank you. That'll be so no good. I, I appreciate the support. Now, I know, like I said, I purchased the book on Kindle on Amazon. Um, where else are your books available? Um, so it's in all major um, online retailers. So, yeah, so Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Scribe, Google Play, iTunes, um, Kobo. So all, all those big online um, retailers. Okay. Okay, and the only two you have out there right now will be Lord Disorder and Epstein Stone. Yeah, right. they're, they're out at the moment. Okay. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, well, anything else you would like to tell all our um, listeners? I, I really enjoy um, hearing from listeners and um, from readers. So um, I've got um, my website, um, livearnold.com. So I really like hearing from people. Um and also I've got my um, social media. So um, my Facebook, Liv Arnold author, and also my Twitter and my Instagram. So Liv underscore AU. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like connecting with readers and, and also hearing about what they're reading at the moment. So, yeah, feel free to contact me. Okay. And do you do anything on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? Um. I post just maybe some updates about what I'm doing, about things I'm writing. Okay. Um, I've posted about um, also any previous um, media publicity. So Etched in Stone has had some good um, media publicity. It was um, a top reading pick on Soul and Spirit magazine, which I posted that about. So that was in print and online magazine. Um, it was also, I was also featured on BBC Radio talking about my book, and this was around the time for um, Valentine's Day. So, um, so I was on BBC Radio talking as a romance writer. Um, what some good tips for Valentine's Day for romance? Okay. Um, and also, it was also featured on um, Female First magazine, female.com.au, um, Real Fix, SWSN, Ravishly. Um, erotica for all and it was really good to see it featured um, in these media um, especially things like female first or female.com.au that's um, 
that's about female empowerment and how people starting to look at romance books in a different way that um, women can take ownership of what they want from a partner and what they want in their sex lives. And, and yeah, it's, it's really good people seeing it in a different way. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, just like exotic dancing, you know, even before yeah. it used to be frowned upon. And I was like, look, it's a good paying job, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it it's like, it's like, just like, you know, erotic novels and things like that. That's just another outlet for us to be able to express ourselves. Yeah. And it's like those pole dancers, they're so fit. I think anyone would kill they for their body. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, would so, to take a class. Yeah, and, like, and I've been seeing like more articles lately about how um, people that shame women for reading romance books, it's just another form of slut shaming because people should be more um, accepting that women does have their own needs and they want to have their own um take control of their lives and their sex lives as well right yeah exactly. i agree with you <laughs> you know guys can do it and it's no problem you know it's expected of them and we all yeah. have to be in our little shell and just be the nice little princess you know so yeah. yes i totally agree yeah, like people just aren't used to women just having that sort of interest. So it's good for women to have that outlet as well um, and and to read about it. Totally agree. Okay. Do you have something I can follow on social media? Um, yes, everything that I have is under Blaze on Books. So um, have you taken a look at the website yet? Um, yeah, I had a quick look, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, all of it is on there as well, and I'll also um, send it to you, but it's blazonbooks.com, and um, on Facebook, it's blazonbooks, and Instagram is actually blazon underscore books. So, oh. um, you know, so you can catch me there. Oh, cool. Have you been sure to just book? add me, and I'll add you as well. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a really good podcast. <laughs> yes, it was short and sweet, but hey, we had a lot of things that we accomplished today. That's true. We went through a lot of different topics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. And um, like I said, whenever you get a chance to, you know, find out when those things are going to be released, let me know and that way I can put it out for you. That'll be great. Thank you. The music from this podcast is being brought to you by Zodi Beats. <laughs>